The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank. News and comment. Thursday, August 18th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy earbuds and headphones using the code BBNC at tweakedaudio.com. We still don't know what caused the massive wildfire that started Tuesday in Southern California, but nearly 30,000 acres along the Interstate 15 from L.A. to Las Vegas are now in a state of emergency. Over a 1,000 firefighters are trying to contain the fire with help from even the California Highway Patrol and the National Forest Service. The Blue Cut Fire, as it's called, also closed parts of three other highways and forced the evacuation of 83,000 people. That fire, which is only about 4% contained, destroyed homes and the historic Summit Inn along Route 66, once a favorite hangout of Elvis Presley. A roaring wildfire that may have started at a garbage dump has damaged a couple of Olympic venues. There was some structural damage at the shooting range. The damage at the mountain bike track was minor, but it's the second fire in that part of Rio in the past week. The media was all over it, one network calling it robbery in Rio. It was the seemingly dramatic story of Olympic swimmers Ryan Lochte and James Fegan and others being robbed at gunpoint in crime-ridden Rio by men posing as cops. The story got off to a shaky start with various spokespeople saying they'd been robbed after leaving a late-night party and others then saying they hadn't. In the end, they settled on robbed and the media was off and running. It may not have happened. Local investigators say they have found no evidence the athletes were robbed. They add that the victims returned to the Olympic Village uninjured, calm, even joking around. Security video confirms that. Separated, they told conflicting stories. Lochte said there was one robber. Fegan said two. And now, with their competitions over, Lochte has returned to the U.S., again changing his story about the robbery. Now two other members of the U.S. swim team have been yanked off their flight home for questioning. And police are still looking for James Fegan. Also from the Olympic crime blotter this week, a member of the International Olympic Committee was arrested for scalping tickets. 71-year-old Patrick Hickey of Ireland was picked up for allegedly selling tickets priced as high as $7,800. He may have been working with a sports hospitality company executive who was also arrested for having over 800 tickets to the best seats of the games. Says who was the hottest phrase on the Internet yesterday as the Twitterverse spread the line used by Donald Trump campaign lawyer Michael Cohen. Cohen was being asked on CNN about Trump's sinking poll numbers, especially among blacks. Says who, he replied. The polls, all of them, replied the CNN anchor. Later, Cohen bragged that he had controlled the interview, saying, I think I unraveled her. Polls show that the vast majority of black voters plan to vote for Hillary Clinton this fall. Trump has only 1% of the black vote. But with Trump now needing all the votes he can get, he is, for the first time, reaching out to those voters. Representing the party of Abe Lincoln, Trump was in Wisconsin this week following the violent protest that broke out after, however justified, another black man was killed by another cop. Speaking in a white suburb far enough away, Trump promised to restore law and order to the inner cities, including Milwaukee's. He told his audience that only he had made any kind of proposal to address the problem, not Clinton nor the Democrats. He accused the Democratic Party of failing and betraying the black community, and he accused Clinton of taking African-American votes for granted. 
While the Hillary Clinton campaign spent tens of millions of dollars on TV ads, Donald Trump hasn't himself run a single ad since the end of the primaries. His super PACs bought some, but only about a tenth of Clinton's hundred million. For Trump, advertising hasn't been necessary, or at least it wasn't at the time, because Trump was doing well in the polls on his extensive media coverage alone. With his poll numbers sagging, that's about to change. Trump started the month with $37 million in hand thanks to a lot of small donations. He will now use at least some of that to advertise heavily in the swing states, especially in the red states that polls show he is losing to Clinton. Get ready for Trump ads in Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, and Virginia. Our Secretary of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson, met this week with election officials from all 50 states in a conference call. He wanted their take on declaring polling places part of the nation's critical infrastructure, which would require the kind of security we provide for our power plants, banks, and Wall Street. It's a tricky area because the Constitution says election rules are to be made by the states, not the feds. And it gets even trickier since electing a national president depends on 9,000 different government jurisdictions in this country. But Johnson warned these state election officials that voting machines that tabulate by fax or email are especially susceptible to hacking and, as reported here recently, haven't been updated for 14 years. Johnson gave the officials some other security tips, including using machines that generate a paper trail that can be monitored and audited. The good news, three in four Americans will use such a machine that election workers are required to audit randomly and to look for both malfunctions and fraud. Johnson offered the state officials federal help with the auditing if they wish. Whether the U.S. likes it or not, and it does not, Russian warplanes are helping take out ISIS command posts in Syria and now with help from Iran. The U.S. State Department cried foul, saying that bringing in Iranian warplanes violates the U.N. resolution banning other countries' planes and weapons inside Iran. Russia says it isn't doing that, so it isn't in violation. When those joint Russian-Iranian airstrikes began Tuesday, they took out two ISIS command posts and killed at least 150 ISIS fighters. But Russia has other motives, assisting Syria's president and fending off his many enemies, of which ISIS is only one. Some of President Assad's enemies are fighting ISIS with help from the U.S. Israel isn't just putting settlements on what's arguably Palestinian land. It's also kicking Palestinians out of what it calls Israel's land. Now Israel has ordered the demolition of a Palestinian school in a village east of Jerusalem. Israel says the school was built without a license. The Palestinians say their applications for licenses are almost always denied. And since Israeli law won't let Palestinians build with concrete, the school was built from mud and old tires. It was built with money donated by the Italian government, but Israeli bulldozers will leave 170 boys and girls without a school. To try to save the school, Palestinian education officials have decided to open it a week early this year. The European Union has called on Israel to stop demolishing Palestinian structures. More than 100 have been flattened so far, leaving over 100 people homeless, half of whom are children. Now in its fourth year, with over 3 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Are you hearing good? I don't mean are you hearing well. I mean what you're hearing. Is it good as in audio quality? The quality of your earbuds and headphones make a big difference in what you hear and what you don't. Having the right earbuds is good for your ears, and tweaked audio has the right earbuds. 
Headphones and earbuds from TweakedAudio.com are engineered to block outside noise so you can really hear what you're listening to and really listen to what you're hearing. And the quality is impressive. So are the price and the selection and the lifetime warranty and the free worldwide shipping. Hear me and your favorite music good with earbuds and headphones from TweakedAudio.com. And if you use the code BBNC when you check out, you save an extra one-third off the already low prices, and you help sustain this free daily newscast. That's BBNC when you check out at TweakedAudio.com. Emergency responders in counties across the country have sadly gotten used to answering heroin overdose calls. A county in West Virginia, however, just had 26 people OD in just four hours. There were barely enough EMS texts to go around. In fact, for a half hour of that four-hour crisis, there were no available ambulances. They were all busy transporting other victims. Junkies just keep looking for a higher high. Occasionally, something hits the streets that's extra strong or made so by being combined with other drugs. Officials don't yet know what the street competitive drug dealers laced the heroin with this time. Quoting one official, when something like this hits the streets, it draws like flies to sugar. Amazingly, of the 26 overdoses in that crazy four hours, not one person died. Most were revived with a resuscitator. The rescue techs administered 10 doses of the antidote Narcan during that crisis. It took three of those doses to save just one of those victims. But all 26 lives were saved. In the words of the EMS chief, there's a son, a daughter, a mother, a father that didn't die yesterday. Only one of the victims remains in the hospital, Quoting the Huntington police chief, the other 25 are shooting up again today. If you don't believe in man-made climate change, the people of Shishmaref, Alaska, don't want to talk to you. The 650 people who live in that town along the Bering Strait have voted to move their town from where it's been for 500 years as coastal waters rise from the melting polar ice cap. Rising sea levels are threatening to wipe that town off the map along with the island on which it's located. Moving will cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Now there'll be another meeting in which they'll vote on a new location. Shishmaref is one of nine Alaskan villages facing immediate risk. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has studied the situation and advised all nine towns to relocate. And the Corps says they'll be giving the same advice to another two or three hundred villages over the next few decades. One Alaskan town's already voted to move with some help from federal funding, including the housing department. In New Mexico, meanwhile, the Navajo Nation is suing the EPA for negligence. It's about the three million gallons of gold mine sludge that was accidentally spilled in the Animas River last year, a river providing water used by thousands of Navajo farmers. The gold mine operators are being sued as well, along with several EPA contractors. The Navajo lawsuit accuses the feds and the company of a pathetic response to a lifeline suddenly contaminated with lead, arsenic, mercury, and other toxic heavy metals. Quoting the suit, the Navajo people have yet to have their waterways cleaned, their losses compensated, their health protected, and their way of life restored. The EPA says the water, at least the surface water, is as safe as it was before the spill. The Navajo Nation is concerned about the health effects of the sediment, which they say is stirred back into the water by storms. Quoting the suit again, this is consistent with a long history of neglect and disregard for the well-being of the Navajo. 
The computer industry giant Cisco Systems is about to lay off 14,000 workers on top of the 6,000 it let go two years ago this month. That new 14,000 represents one-fifth of the company's remaining worldwide workforce. Cisco says the workers are no longer needed now that the company shifted its focus from hardware to software. The layoffs come with early retirement packages. The layoff announcement was a hit with investors, Cisco stock rising 15% over the past three months to over 31 bucks a share. Target missed its profit mark in the second quarter, and it's now lowered its expectations for the rest of the year. The value of Target stock has dropped six and a quarter percent, despite it spending billions to try to compete with Walmart and Amazon. The good news for Target is that its online sales are up 16 percent. With more online shopping, there may be more layoffs in Target's future as well. When the latest floodwaters finally recede in Louisiana, the fire ants will still be there. A Baton Rouge man named Walter has captured video of millions of the vicious, biting ants banded together, forming a raft in his yard. Researchers in Georgia confirmed just three years ago that fire ants use their powerful jaws, along with their claws, to join together to form a structure that floats. We have a lot of beautiful birds in Florida, many of which happen to be white. That doesn't mean you should paint them. Yes, just days after Florida Fish and Wildlife asked Sunshine State citizens to stop painting the state's beloved turtles, it's now asking that we not paint the birds. Most of the paintings been done by aspiring artists, egged on by being able to post the pics on social media. One guy posted a picture of an ibis painted in flamingo colors. That bird has now been rescued, taken to a sanctuary for healing. Quoting Fish and Wildlife, white ibis are protected in Florida. Not only is it illegal to paint them, it's cruel, adding, please keep your paint on the canvas and off the wildlife. And finally, if you're missing a piece of mail you've been expecting, have you looked in the dumpster behind the pizza shop? Also from the home office in Florida, the security cam at Luigiana's Pizza near Fort Myers caught a postal carrier driving her little truck up to the dumpster out back to deliver hundreds of pieces of mail. The post office inspector general is now investigating. That delivery included 400 flyers that realtor Warren Hudson thought he'd mailed to possible clients. Quoting Warren, she rolled right in like she owned the place. I doubt it's the first time, adding, somebody's literally throwing our money in the trash. But there were also letters and bills. And because it's Florida, a lot of postcards. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.